Hey! We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Well-briety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Unspoken words episode 75. Nobody has ever worn that number. Before. Boo. Seventy-five, yeah. <laughs> seventy-five, we love you. Seventy-five, seventy-five is not. Bob, but I know, I know, I know. Over here to my right, all the way from Bob, but I know, I know, I know is your favorite Indian, JCB. Say what's up. I know. <laughs> and over here to my left. All the way from L. Jesus, it's the Pod Gotti, <laughs> Randy B. In the place to be, say what's up. What's up? Five foot eight, <laughs> coming in from Rotgrass. <laughs> <laughs> Standing at one five third of the unspoken word podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that's good. I like that. I should start doing like starting lineups. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And you know me. It's Mo Hugs, not drugs from Arrow Creek. Uh Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today. This is a very um, fortuitous occasion. I concur. <laughs> Thank you, horse. Thank you. <laughs> and the horse. horse said someone better stop me. <laughs> the horse in the room, in the middle of the room. A horse, somebody forget that we. Well, you can't just say thank you, horse. Our horse needs a name. Uh, okay. Uh, um, uh, um, I don't know. Francis. Francine. Francis. Ooh, could be a mare. Ooh. Could be a mare. Not a brute mare. Not a brute mare. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That kind of <clears throat> snap back to reality. Uh, let's call it horse Karen. 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 All right. All right, Karen. Karen or Kevin? You heard it from Karen. <laughs> not today, Karen. You're not going to be talking to any managers today, Karen. Kanene. Go back to your home, Karen. Kanene. <laughs> All right, we got some uh, true and false, yeah? True and false questions. So we'll see how you guys do. It's 50 50, so, I mean, hey. 50 50, let's go. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Okay, I need, I need like a little theme true song. True false, yeah. That, I was going to say a theme song for it. Come on, you guys like to sing. True or false, oh yeah. True or false, yeah. True false, yeah. This is the game, it's true or false. It's either true <laughs> or it's false. I said it's the game, true or false. You're right or you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. So. <laughs> okay, first one. <clears throat> True or false? Seahorses have stomachs for the absorptions of nutrients from food. Uh, true. False. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see what we're doing. All right. Nope. That one is false. These horses don't have stomachs, what? just intestines. What in the halibut? <laughs> what in the halibut is this? <laughs> what in the. <laughs> okay, check this one out. All right. Who right. in the halibut trips underwater? <laughs> your, your first. Your first. Your first instincts, ready, and go. The letter H is between letters G and J on the keyboard. Yes. For true. For true. Oh, yes. no, on the keyboard? Yeah. Yes, yes, true, 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 true. QWERTY? Is it a QWERTY keyboard? That's the only kind of keyboard I know. Yeah. I'll be looking at your phone either. I ain't looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the halibut? I, I ain't looking at my phone. <laughs> Who in the halibut? What do you think? True or false? Oh, oh, true. Yeah, yeah, it is true. Yeah, because I know. Because every day I got to type my name. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I got to use those keys. All of all three of every them. Day. Every day. All three day. letters. Yeah, even in text. Even, type my name. Even in Texas? Oh, hey, this is Josiah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josiah, no hooks. <laughs> Not trucks. Not trucks. Trucks. Don't do trucks. Okay, next one, then. Next one is um, camels have three sets of eyelashes. True or false? <laughs> is that a question for real? Yeah. False. True. Man, they got some pretty eyes. It's true. Oh, is, is it? it? It is. Dang. Oh, is it? <laughs> I think it's for to keep all that sand out of their eyelids. I just thought of Joe Camel and those old school packets. Remember, it had, he had some pretty eyelashes. Why are camels sand animals? Yeah, they're in oh, the yeah, desert. Yeah. They gotta keep the sand. <coughs> oh, yeah, they are in the desert, huh? That's why they have the. So Maybe got, that's why so all they these got the hump. Yeah, these ladies with fake lashes trying to keep the dirt out. Dog, uh, <laughs> it was real. Like man, those extra long ones. Wicked. Look like a wicked roach <laughs> out there on the dance floor. <laughs> uh, swaying in the breeze. Yeah. All Just right. batting their eyes. Okay, if you add, true or false, if you add the two numbers on the opposite sides of dice together, the answer is always seven. Uh, I don't know. False. False. It is true. What? Uh, I, I, and I didn't know this until when I was incarcerated. We had make, Oh, make like, um, like, so like when five pops up, if you find the one, bottom will be yeah. two. And then if, yeah, that's true. Aww. True. Can I change I my answer? That. Uh, yeah. There's nothing you know wrong. You know what? We're, I'm, 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 being, I'm feeling generous Loving today. You. We'll let you change your answer. Okay. Randy got it. What? Cool. Yeah, but anyway, what? I didn't even know that until somebody told me because I was trying to make dice in jail. Oh, they said, oh, you got they each opposite has to add up to seven. Oh, that's yeah. good to know. Uh -huh. good to know. Now you, now you know. That's funny because you can't get seven. This is stupid. How about this one? New York is nicknamed the Big Orange. <laughs> True. True. Uh, that's false, Alex. What is false? <laughs> what is very, very false? What is false, Shooter? What does he say on higher learning? 
What is high? What is higher? <laughs> what is learn? What is learning? <laughs> what is higher learning? <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill <laughs> to fetch a pail of water. <laughs> and little Jack Horner sat in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> the unspoken word, uh, spoken word stuff. This is unspoken though. This is unspoken. Oh, this is um, I don't know this one, so I'm gonna cheat and look at the answer. Okay, scallops don't have good vision. What scallop potatoes can't even see? I know they ain't <laughs> I got no. Man, you just put some cheese on there. It's, it's all good. That's, that's what I got. Okay, so that was my initial thought. Was scallop like, wait, what, potato. potato? <laughs> but no, scallops are like like um, sea shrimp. urchins. Oh, they're like shrimp. Remember? I don't know. Like basically sea bugs. Mm. Yeah, they're all sea bugs. Crabs, all them. They sound good. <laughs> They sound tasty. Mm. Sprinkle a little bit of lime juice Sounds and some lemon good. juice on them. Okay, okay, okay. The cream of horse. <laughs> True or false? Maybe a little bit of tartar sauce. Yes, sir. Mm. Down here in the bay. Get that tartar. Maybe some ketchup. ketchup. Hard. Mm-hmm. Get some of that. That Tabasco. Tabasco. <laughs> Tabasco. Can't have a fish fry without Tabasco. <laughs> Did you guys answer that or no? <laughs> I said no. I said no. False. Okay, yeah. Okay. False. Scallops have as many as one hundred simple eyes. They're frequently blue. Mm. Gonna mm. make your brown eyes blue. Okay. <laughs> Looking in your big brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the deepest part of the ocean is about three thirty six thousand two hundred feet down, which is more like twenty five Empire State Buildings. So thirty six two hundred about five thousand. I say true mile. That's about. I think like six is. miles. Yeah. Yeah, I would say true. It is true. True. What is shoot? What is true shooter? And yeah, that's that's deep. That's. That's deep. <laughs> That's how deep the ocean is. Yeah, presumably. Presum- who knows? What if you just keep like keep going down, 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 and all of a sudden you just <clears throat> going up, 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 up again? But it's flat. <laughs> well, you can do like like a like a U turn, and you would never even know. Oh yeah, true that. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's why they see that's like why the they- like the crow creation story. Those ducks that go down. Mm-hmm. They go on a curve and get that mud and come up. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Um, your hand has a built-in snuff box. <laughs> wow. Explain, Alex. <laughs> I'm assuming that, you know, snuff is... You know, that, remember, did you ever see that? Like Your that, hand has that, one snuff box? Has a built-in snuff box. Oh, I, like right here? See, there you go. Oh, he like got that? It. Oh. Yeah, like this. Just dump it on there and snort it? I don't know how they figured that out or who even came up with it, but it's true. Huh. Okay. Here's for all you flat earthers. I want 100 Nazi scalps. <laughs> <laughs> and I want my scalps. That's the only person <clears throat> I've ever seen do snuff. Everybody's always snuff. I remember back in the day we used to get that all the time because I've never have, seen. I bought it once at 
burned the crap out of my nose and I threw it away. They had a, a tobacco store in the mall. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. The tinderbox. Where was it at? It was like where that uh it's like a jewelry store now. I don't know what's in there anymore, but remember like right in the middle? Yep. And then if you were to go down that where Herbergers used to be. Yeah. Go that way, it was right there. Oh, that's right on that little store? Like, yeah, it wasn't was, it real small? Like, real small, and they yeah. had, like, dragons and stuff yeah, in it. Like yeah, like, little, little knickknacks and stuff. Yeah. But I remember back in the day, we could go, man, we would buy corn cob pipes and stuff. <laughs> I don't know why, but, you know, we were just kids, but they would sell it to us. There um, wasn't a law. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then we could go in that one back room and, like, go in the sliding door and then oh, yeah. look at all the cigars. Yep, I remember that. But it would go in there and it would make, make me like make me sick because I didn't like that smell. Mm. Like really powerful. Cigars kind of smell ugly, huh? Yeah. Well, Especially when they're freaking lit. Oh, yuck. I wouldn't uh, mind the How do people cigar. celebrate with cigars? I don't know. I think it's acquired taste. Like sometimes <clears throat> I'll smoke a cigar probably a couple times a year. I like, you know, just at the gas station I'll buy a cigar. Like one of those flavored ones. I'll go home that night. And I'll oh yeah, smoke like it. the flavored, like the black and yeah. miles and stuff are good. But I'm talking like a cigar, cigar, like a real one, like those fifty dollars. Yeah, ones. like the ones that you get, man. They freaking stink, dude. Like I get headaches every time I smell them. Mm. I know one time we had. It. Oh, I think I got it from my, uh, um, my my brother my brother in law when my niece was born. That's when they used to give out real cigars. And yeah, he, and he gave me one, so I smoked it. I was just a kid then too, but that man made, made like my whole bottom of my face numb. Like <laughs> that's how that tobacco tastes too. Like when it gets on your tongue, yeah, like yeah. it burns. Like not not burn, but you know, like it made it like it was like I don't want to say vibrating, but say it, say it. It was pulsating. <laughs> it was buzzing. Was it throbbing? No, I know. I mean, I've smoked cigars with guys that you know they bite off the end. And then they'll just dip it. Oh, really? Yeah. Or like the part they cut off. And then they'll get that piece and then they'll just kind of chew on it and then throw it in their lip. They'll just dip it uh, while they're smoking <laughs> it. That is gross. Yeah, cigars are not for me. Okay, so. I think we'll go smoke a cigar tonight. I think I will too. Go buy one. Yeah. Um, For all you flat earthers out there. Uh, hey. The moon is just 50% of the mass of Earth. True. Yeah. So, in other words, it's half the size of the Earth. Yeah, true, 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 true. I think it's smaller. So, you're changing your answer. No, I think it's true. Uh, I don't know. I'm on a fence. It's false. It's smaller. I'm on a fence with this one. I think it's only like a quarter. A quarter? So, 25%? Yeah. It's true. You say 50 and you said, no, it's false. It's 1% only. So oh, yeah, wow. I told yeah. you. I told you. Yeah. So it's like 10. Okay, 10 so real them. quick. Remember that picture they show like they're supposed to be on the moon and they're looking at the earth and the earth is the same size as what the moon would be? Uh-huh. That's totally false. Like it would be like the earth would have, should have taken up the whole scenery if you're looking at earth from the moon. Well, you know how far away it is? Yeah, but the way they got it scaled and everything, like when you're on the moon, when you're looking back at the Earth, it should be like taking up your whole I, 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 view. I, no, it's too. It funny. shouldn't be the same size as. as a, like okay, so what you're <clears throat> saying is it shouldn't be. Yeah, 
See, like, if that's you, the Earth. This is the moon. When you're on the moon, you're looking at Earth. It should be, like, huge. Well, if you got to take your thing <clears throat> about halfway down that hallway, though. <clears throat> it's 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 perspective. It's No, it's it wouldn't be the exact same thing. Hmm. Because they're like 1% little speck, like this big compared to that lamp. And you're orbiting. Like this is however far, hundreds of thousands of miles. But still, you're here, you're looking out there. It should be taking up your whole view. So by that rationale, then the sun, which is 100 times bigger than the earth or some odd, something like that, that should be taking up our whole view too then, right? Mm, good question. Should be. Should be. Should be. So, that's why Earth is flat. Localized moon, localized sun. So, where does the sun go when it... It's perspective, like you were saying. So, when the sun's over here, it moves away on the plane. You're standing here, it's moving further away, but because of the atmosphere and everything, it looks like it's setting, but it's actually just moving away from you. But it wouldn't get dark. It would just get lighter. But it's such a grand scale. Hmm. Take everything they taught you about the solar system and throw that out. (laughs) Throw it out because it's all lies. (laughs) Throw it out and come back with a new perspective. That's what for real, man. You heard it here first. Because you're coming from that. That's a solar system spheres to like just to, in order to understand where they're coming from with the flatter thing you got to throw out that whole solar system thing hmm. oh. okay <laughs> all right that's that's one argument <laughs> okay, okay okay moving on a couple more um uh, i almost said the number of it i'm not even going in order true or false apes can't laugh. False. I've seen them laugh, like on videos. Yeah, I've seen them laugh, yeah. <laughs> it is false. All apes laugh when they are tickled. Ah, let's go tickle some apes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tickled your ape today? <laughs> Come here, little ape. <laughs> it's time for your tickle. <laughs> tickle, tickle. It's, it's tickle time. Gucci goo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Um ugh. your nose and sinuses produce almost one liter of mucus a day which you swallow. A True. liter. True. You can't swallow that much, can you? I mean with as much water and coffee and stuff you drink, I mean that probably takes care of that liter right away. But <laughs> this is your nose and your sinuses. Oh yeah, because like I mean, everything's connected back here. Got that post nasal drip. Oh man, it makes me not want to swallow anymore. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I wish I hadn't read that. <laughs> okay, one swallow more. a liter a day, um, a liter of mucus a day. Mm-hmm. And how? Okay, so one more. Uh, let me find a good one here. I'm scroll around, dig around, dig around, round, round. 
Okay. In Japan, instead of a man in the moon, people see a rabbit in the moon. Mm. <laughs> Why would it be different? Because they're Japanese. False. Hmm. False. He says false. What say you, Mr. Mohugs? I say false. It is true. Oh, they really? see a rabbit in the moon. Hmm. You ever see the Indian in the moon? Oh, I've seen the Indian in the cupboard. How about the Indian in the closet? <laughs> the auntie in the closet? Anyway, yeah, the Indian in the moon is, <laughs> is like sitting <laughs> Indian style. But he's like <laughs> kind of got his head, his head bent over and then his feathers hanging off the top of his head. Oh, for real? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> but it, but he's not straight up and down. He's kind of tilted at a angle. He's kind of cockeyed? Kind of cockeyed. So maybe he would be straight up and down if you were like somewhere else on a very round earth, maybe a very a, spherical planet. Maybe it would look like a rabbit yeah, somewhere see, else. See, that's what, see, you just answered your own question. Mm. Mm. No, I just thought of this story where, you know, like those old school stories, like how the stars came to be and stuff like that. Uh, kind of like Romeo and Juliet stories for us <laughs> where, you know, like, uh, I can't even think of it, like the wolf and then like the stars is his lover. So that's why the wolf howls every night. Something like that. Oh. <clears throat> Paraphrasing, of course, Cliff Notes version. Okay. And there's like about 99 more, but we'll stop there. Yeah, that's a good stopping point. Uh, beautiful weather today, and we're about to get into the meat of Unspoken Words, episode 75. So, DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat? Yo, let's get into our topic. Yo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right, right about now, the funk soul brother, check it out now, the funk soul brother. <laughs> we are going to get into uh, step four, uh, fourth month of the year, and so keeping with that protocol, we're going to go into step four, and I'll just read this paragraph here from the Red Road to Albrighty book. So step four, courage. We stop and thought about our strengths and our weaknesses and thought about ourselves. Step four is about looking at me. Self-examination has always been part of native culture. Our cultural definition of success is centered on building character. But how can we build character until we know the defects, shortcomings, and weaknesses of character we have? And I'll open it up to you. Gentlemen, at this time. Oh, boy, it's time to start to put in work. Ooh-wee. <clears throat> this, is, this is where it gets real, man, because uh, for so long, like, okay, from my perspective, for my story, for so long, I looked outward mm. as to the causes of my problems, right? It's easier to blame somebody else than to say I did that or I had a cause in that. Or I'm the reason that that happened. Um, but that that can't hold true because 
there are so many other people who have been through the same things that I've gone through, who have experienced the same things that I've experienced, and yet they didn't res- uh, resort to drugs and alcohol. And so that only leaves me with one other thing, and like, maybe, just maybe, it was me. Mm-hmm. Right? And then like, okay, so, so, so what was that? And then you start looking at yourself, and that's a hard thing to do. I mean, it's a hard thing to do when you look inside yourself and you face those demons and you say, um, I was, I mean, there's just so many, so many different things that I could say, right? Like as far as my defects of character and a lot of those things I'm still battling right now, maybe not to, uh, that extreme degree, but at the same time, I'd be lying if I said, you know, uh, after eight years and some change that everything just goes away, that, you know, one day I'm just, okay, yeah, I've got no defects, character, I'm perfect, blah, blah, blah. But that ain't even true. Um, but but going back, is it's like, man, this is where you got to start to put in that work. This is where you really, really have to take a hard and honest look at yourself. Mm, mm, mm. And it's not easy. It's I mean, if it was easy, we would have did it a long time ago, right? A really and, long time ago. And we would have never um, uh, let it get to the point where, uh, like, I, I like for me, like, I, I was so destructive. Yeah. Um, destructive. Yeah. <laughs> but to, you know, to, uh, to, to do this part, to do this right here. It, and I was thinking about this the other night, you know. Um, it's a good thing that you, you sent that 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 thing over the... The reading? The, yeah, because I was like, man, I can't read this, so I op- I got my own book. Oh, nice. I got it out, and I opened it up, and I ended up reading way more than... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would. So, I mean, that was it was kind of a, a blessing in disguise. But anyway, so I read it, and then I was laying there trying to go to sleep and thinking about it. And I thought... Um, for me personally, and I'm sure this might be, I don't, I don't think I'm unique in this, is that this is one of the th- biggest things that ever, that always held me back, right? Yeah. Because you have to, you have to dig up the dirt on you. Yeah. Um, And I don't like to think of it as, you know, as, uh, as something that it's permanent because it's not. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, we might still have some issues with it, but ultimately at the end of the day, I believe that I don't believe that it's something that is really a truly part of all of our natures uh, in all honesty, you know, because I have to believe that everybody, everybody can come back from whatever. Yeah. And, and that everybody's redeemable and everybody has, you know, as Randy likes to say, there's gold inside everybody. Mm. We got to dig for that. But to look inside yourself and come up <coughs> with all the BS and the and the things that that are not good about you, <coughs> that it's tough. Yep. I mean, that's the only thing I can say is that it's it's a, it's a tough thing to do. <sighs> but I'm just glad that you know I have support, you know, with you guys and the talking circle and um, other individuals in my life that are there to say. Okay, you know, you can, I like, they. you can hold me accountable, 
Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, only I can be honest with myself. Oh, for sure. I can lie to you all day long. But yeah. I can't, I can't lie to me. For sure. Like, we uh, could call you on your BS and not co-sign your BS, but it's up to you to do the work. Yeah. Word. Yes. I think um, looking at yourself and everything that we need to work on is probably the hardest, but also one of the most rewarding. Um, I was talking to somebody because I'm, I'm in therapy. Um, mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a counselor and I also got a, he's like a pastor's pastor. Um, mm. But he was kind of explaining today like our, like this is the size of our brain, right? Yeah. Your two fists together. Yeah. Yeah. With your thumb like that. And then when you take this out, like this, like your, what's this called? Limbic, limbic. Limbic is like the lower part of the brain. Mm-hmm. And that's like where your um like logic and like mm. like that part of your brain learns through experiences. Oh, okay. Whereas the frontal part of your brain is like the animalistic one. Yeah. Instant so, gratification. Yeah, so like <clears throat> cuz I'm working on some stuff like my my trauma and everything and and he was saying like a lot of like what we do is because of things that we've gone through mm-hmm. because that part of our brain has been wired a certain way through our own experiences and because it's been wired to react in certain ways like we have to te- we base we can basically go through it like you know what i mean and yeah. and deal with that problem like deal with the root um but i i mean i say all that to say like Man, it's hard, like, to be honest, like, man, like, it takes real work to really, really look deep down inside. Um, and sometimes we need the help of, of, of somebody, you know, like a, a counselor or a therapist or somebody that you trust, because we all have blind spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. I remember being in a meeting about a year ago, and I told this certain person, there were some things going on and <clears throat> and um but he wasn't aware of the decisions that he made having a certain effect, right? Mm. And when I said, Man, like it was a heated discussion, I said, Maybe it's in, like maybe you don't see it because you're it's your blind spot. Mm. And he goes, well, I don't have any blind spots. <laughs> and this person is not an addict. Yeah. Nor an alcoholic. Yeah. But I believe that all of us have character defects. Oh, Like so. we all have blind spots. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And we can't be closed-minded when it comes to that, especially when you're seeking recovery. Oh, yeah. You know, you're you're basically relearning you're, you're unlearning certain behavior. Mm-hmm. I was in the class on Monday and it was talking about, you guys familiar with the Pavlov story? Pavlov where he like trained his dog. Yeah. Um, to, like he trained the dog by ringing the door, ringing a bell. And the meat powder. Every time he would ring the bell, the dog would come running up. Mm-hmm. And the dog would come running up and he would feed the dog. Yeah. And it got to the point when he rang the bell, the dog would come running, and the dog would be salivating. Yep. 
because he had been trained that way. Yeah. So he wanted to see if the opposite was true, too. Mm. So he would ring the bell, and when the dog would come running up, he wouldn't feed it. Yep. Finally got to the point, when he rang the bell, the dog would come, like, he stopped associating the bell with food. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which proves his theory that if you can learn something, you can also unlearn it. Yep. Rewire your brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's like, I believe it's imperative for somebody that is seeking recovery to get into some type of therapy, especially when it comes to discovering about ourselves, why we do what we do, Mm. why we choose what we choose. Yep. Why do we treat women this way? Why do we treat our families this way? Why do we treat like, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Because you say it all the time, alcoholism and drug addiction is just a symptom. Mm -hmm. It's the root, you know, that needs to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. Because we don't wake up one day and say, man, I want to be an alcoholic. (laughs) I have never met somebody in my life who said, when I grow up, I just want to be one of these people on the street and drink my life to death. Yep. Did you ever see that commercial back in the day? I think it was the early 90s and 80s or whatever, and they show that person running, and you can hear a kid's voice, and they say, when I grow up, I want to be a track star. And then they kind of pan back, and that guy is running from the cops. And, <laughs> and the same thing, and then the same kid says, when I grow up, I want to be a drug addict. Oh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was like a commercial way back in the day, but. <laughs> I want to be. And I'm gonna Google that. I want to be a track star, and then they they pan out, and then here he's running from the cops. When I yeah. grow up, I want to be a drug addict. But you're right; nobody does say that. Yeah. And, and going to you know, just kind of piggybacking off of what you just said, is that those those neural pathways are already established. Mm-hmm. But you know, our brain uses so much energy, like twenty percent of our energy, and it evolved to be like this efficient machine. So when we start to try to change that, try to change, it takes effort, right? Yeah. It takes that effort. But the beauty of that is, is that the more you do it, you keep doing it, you keep doing it. Eventually your brain is going to say, okay. And I've said this before yeah. too. Okay. If this is what we're going to be doing, I'm going to make it easier for us and just do it automatically. Yep. So you don't even have to think about it. Yeah. And which is how I think we came to be to to the point where, you know, the things that we do when we're in our active addiction, right? These, yeah. these not good things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a perfect example of what you just said. I mean, it's, you, we can change that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, um, taking that honest look at yourself is so hard. Um, just because we're in that delusion, we're lying to ourselves, and is we're lying to ourselves is that everything's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm doing this to myself, not hurting anybody else, but we're not taking other people's emotions into into play, uh, especially like the ones that are older, our elders, our parents. Yeah, like worrying about us and worrying, like we don't even care about all that, um, because we're lying to ourselves. And that's like the foundation of like character defects is lying. Um, like that guy that said, I have no blind spots, man. That's lying to himself. Yeah. 
Lying to himself big time. Well, I don't think I have no blind spots. And it's like, no, we all do. Bro. Everybody does, man. Um, and I know that, you know, that's why I like, like walking the red road. Because we got to put in work. We got to take steps every day. Uh, and things pop up, things surface. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like for me, you know, I like things personally for me, like pop up, re- character defects start trying to come back and manipulate uh, start to, I'm trying to manipulate people or whatever so I could get my way. I'm just like, oh, I, I catch myself. I'm like, whoa, hold up, hold up, you know, just hold up real yeah. quick here. I need to pray. <clears throat> I need to reach out. And one of the biggest things that I did was I blamed, especially my addiction. And even just like coming up, as I look, you know, hindsight's 2020, I can really see those character defects as I was growing up. Well, if she didn't say this, then I wouldn't have done this. If they didn't do this, I wouldn't have said this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like that real bad. Like, a lot of my binge drinking that led into full-blown addiction was because of relationships with women. Well, she didn't say this to me. It wasn't mean to me. I wouldn't be drinking, you know. Just, like, stupid stuff like that. Uh, You know, well, if she didn't break up with me, I wouldn't be, you know, flunking out of college and drinking all the time. Yeah. Trying to drown my sorrows, drown my sorrows until I flunked out of college. You know, just stupid stuff like that because I was blaming them instead of, you know, really dealing and filling with that situation. Um, <clears throat> there's another character defect of mine. Uh, um, the anger, definitely, for sure. Uh, defensiveness, I was huge on that. Um, especially in my addiction. But, like, just looking, when I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I took the suggestions in, like, treatment, uh, I did this fourth step twice, (laughs) you know, uh, both times in treatment. Uh, It was, uh, it wasn't, like, I just started writing from my earliest memories, like, the shitty stuff that I did, the shitty stuff that happened to me. Uh, I knew it had to be done, so I just did it. Uh, and I don't know if I was still, like, from the chemicals, the alcohol, not, I was still kind of numb, maybe, you know? But now, today, those things still are cringeworthy to me, but I, I freely, openly talk about those things. But looking at that trial, destruction is so vital and then seeking help, the professional help, it's huge. Uh, we have to do those things. And one big thing, I'm sure you recognize this too, Randy, is like these folks out here on the street are operating that delusion that everything's okay. I'm yeah. doing this to myself. My kids are grown. My kids are with their par- you know, the other parent and blah, blah, blah. Man, I, my first day out here on the streets working with the street folks, I recognize that right away, first thing. Because they were just like, I'm just out here, man. I'm just me. I'm just doing this to myself. Yeah. That's what a lot of them say. Um, Okay, moving on. The next paragraph. When we know the problem is within us, then we can set out on a quest to learn how to live under the creator's guidance. But the guidance must be accepted first in order to find the root of the problem. Real self-examination takes a warrior's courage. If you look, if you look in a dictionary, 
You'll see that to have courage is to have heart. Step four is about beginning to find your heart. I'll skip that uh, prayer there. I'll read it. Creator, protect me from my worst enemy, myself. I ask that you guide me into the badlands of self and that I know you better. Please protect my spirit as I relieve, relive the past in order to recover. Great spirit, guide me, guide me as I face the self-examination of the self. <clears throat> Our people traditionally made many ways to look at ourselves with the help of the great spirit. Today we have solitude and <coughs> vision quests, which goes with many different names and different traditions. Um, <clears throat> and through cultural teachings, I really find that they really call you to respond. Like, just take a minute, reflect, seek some counsel. Um, but we can't do it by ourselves. You know what I mean? This is like a real step four. You really got to lean on people. Yeah. You know? And, like, how is it for you guys? Like, just looking at this or just remembering when you did kind of some step four work. I... <laughs> I, when you were talking about doing step four when you were in treatment, I remember when I was doing it, and I, I remember having that one on one with my counselor, and I don't even know what you know was telling him the things that I used to do, and how I used to treat people. But I said, "Man, I was an asshole," and he looked at me and said, "Was." <laughs> and when I was like, kind of, you know, that took me by surprise. I thought this guy, but then, <laughs> but then I realized, you know what? And until I made a that effort or put in the work to change, then I still was right. Yeah, and and, and it reminds <coughs> me like like of this analogy: if your check engine light comes on and then you say, "Well, I'm gonna put some air in my tires," problem solved. Yeah, how do you know that's what it is? I mean, you know, it's got to be something else. So then that's when you go to the mechanic and say, "Hey, this light came on. Can you help yeah. me out?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of, I know I always use these weird analogies, but yeah. that's just the way my mind works. But so, yeah, I mean, and and not only do the professionals help you with identifying and coming, you know, basically identifying and calling them out for what they are, but also, you know, they they and your your peers, those that are have been in recovery for a while, they can offer that support. Yeah, because you know we've all said it already in this episode that this is not or this is not easy, mm -hmm. and so to have that support, to have that guidance, to have that um, extra strength when you are at your most vulnerable, because I think that's what this is. That's why it says it takes a warrior's strength um, to do it, because it's, it's a difficult thing, and. You need that support, you need that guidance, and you need that expertise to help you get through it because you know i for me personally i i i wouldn't i would stop right I would get tired of it it would almost feel like I was beating myself up or I would have made up some excuse some mm -hmm. rationale, some defense mechanism would have came up um from my old thinking, and then I would have stopped and would have said, nah, this ain't worth it or I'm not that bad or, you know, yeah. I would have came up with a, <clears throat> a good excuse to cut myself short. But not only do you get guidance and support, but you also have that accountability factor too. And yeah. I think that's what yeah. we need. Like it goes back to the blind spots. It goes back to um, 
you know, uh, hey, what do you mean you were an asshole? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I think, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, just that, you know, <clears throat> this is the way we are. And it's our duty, it's our job to be working on these continuously. Yeah. Um, some of the things I was thinking of, I just kind of left my mind real quick. <laughs> but, uh, the blaming, that was so huge. Uh, I was always blaming people. Oh, it was the know-it-all. That was one of my one of my character defects. Like, I really got to pull the reins on myself with all these character defects, but especially in that area, it's like really got to pull my reins and just be... Uh, be humble, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to insert, <clears throat> insert my, insert myself into everything. Um, kind of picking and choosing my battles, but <clears throat> that know it all. I could like looking back, man. I was like that, and with that know it all kind of character defect, I lied to myself that I wasn't an alcoholic, and I would lash out to anybody in my family that came and tried to talk to me. Say, they'd say it is alcoholism running in the family. Everybody's alcoholic, so that that's what you're headed for. And we're just trying to help you alleviate that. So that's why we're sitting down and talk to you. And I would be like, "You're an alcoholic. I'm not. I'm not weak like you. I'm not weak minded like you." And I would say that to them. It's like you couldn't handle it. I can, and I, I can have a career and drink. I can have a family and drink. I would say that to the, to them, whoever it was, my siblings, my parents, whoever took the time out to sit down with me and talk with me, I'd just lash out. Then there again, the defensiveness, defenses would go up quick. So... Go ahead, then. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish. Yeah. <clears throat> finish, yeah. But I, I think, finish, like, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like this says, like, it takes warrior's courage, and I think you really have to be a strong person to really work on ourselves. You know, like, it takes a strong person to say, man, I don't have it all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to become better. Like, and it's really all about growth. Like, I believe that we're never perfected, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're never perfected, but we're working. We're, we're works in progress. No, Nobody's better than anybody else. We're, we're just works in progress. We're, I, I feel like in a perfect world, everybody should be trying to become better than they were yesterday. Oh, um, Especially as a person in, in recovery, you're, we're trying to, rewire our brain and and deal with the things that led us to become drunks and and users. And, but a lot of it is like blaming people and dealing like with the root of the problem. Like you're you're actually digging that out, Mm -hmm. you know, in the Bible it says, I I called you to root out, to pull out and to destroy. Mm. Um, which like it, it talks about like dealing with the root, right? Like what did we say? Like earlier, like we were talking about, um, the root, like you said in the previous episode, like the root determines the fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bible, it says in Jeremiah, it says to root out, to pull out, and to destroy. Mm. But the, the next verse, he says to throw down, to build, and to plant. Mm. 
which is like when you pull something out and you root something out, then you put something good in its place. Mm. Mm. So mm. that what comes out is better than what was there before. True. Um, the Bible also says in the multitude of counselors, there's safety. Yes. Meaning, you know, like trusted, your trusted circle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and that's where, you know, I was going to kind of go and bring it all together was like, as you're working through the step four, uh, once you get to that area that, you know, you need, you need that counsel. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. It's tough. It's, it's draining emotionally, mentally. Um, so to have somebody, you know, someone that you can fight in, pastor, shrink, whoever, close friend that is in recovery, your sponsor, accountability people, um, to confide in them as you're working through this. Cause I did it twice in a safe space. You know, there was others like-minded. We're all in treatment. We had a counselor. We had a priest there. Um, we had pastors. And when I did it in Browning, we had like a medicine man stuff that you could go talk to if you wanted to. But it was a safe space to do it in. Um, so we need that because it's, you could go right back. You know, you could be like, you get to this step and be like, F it, screw this, I'm not going to do this and yeah. go back out. So it's very, it's, um, <coughs> what, shaky ground, um, walking on thin ice and need help. So don't, uh, like, isolate when you're working on step four. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, like, in recovery we can ever isolate. Yeah. You know, we, 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 uh, <laughs> That's that's where we're the most vulnerable if we're by ourselves because it's easy to say, okay, nobody will know what I'm doing and fall back, you know? Yeah. Um, but even in, in like, their strength in numbers, like, we all know that. Yeah. Their strength in community, their strength in relationship. Um, so I think, like, with step four, like, we're really trying to find ourself, like, what we're here for, what's our vision, what's our purpose. Mm. And then once we remove all that junk, like we really like see who our true self is, like yeah. who, like why do I, why am I wired the way that I'm wired? Yeah. You know, um, because it, it's we don't learn by ta- somebody telling us don't drink, <laughs> you yeah. know, don't no. don't do this. Yeah. Like, and this is crazy too. Like, you guys picture a red blanket. Don't picture a red blanket. A bright red blanket that's on a freaking clothesline. Don't picture it. (laughs) For the next five seconds, don't think about it. Well, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. What are you guys thinking of? (laughs) Apples. (laughs) <laughs> right like when i when i went through that you lied. Like, at first like i pictured like a red and black like quilt type deal like uh, and I then i you. then i was like okay like that's what i was trying to do is like make it a different color make yeah it color. <laughs> i kept going back to red and i'm like oh now it's on a clothesline thanks for that and see that's the part of the like the limbic mm-hmm. that, like, that we don't learn by somebody telling us not to yeah well the subconscious doesn't know Negatives, yeah, right. Mm. It can't distinguish as in do not, or can't, or won't. It just hears what you. It's like I won't drink. It doesn't hear. Won't. It's through experience. I. It just hears drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. or I can't drink. It yeah. just hears drink. Yeah. You no, know, and and I think like once once we work on 
like stuff and we dig them out, right? Yeah. Like we become like, but we if, start learning how to love ourselves. But but if you said I can succeed, yeah, then it will hear the whole. It uh, will hear that whole statement. Oh yeah, we okay, we can see. But again, you have to keep doing it. You have to keep doing it over and over. And it's rewire like, yourself. Yeah, it's like um, I I think I used this analogy before too. Is like learning how to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Like when, like when you you're first starting out to try to play the piano, it's all clunky and plunk plunk. But eventually, your brain is like, "This is a lot of energy. We're using a lot of energy to do this. So let's just make it easy. I'll make it automatic for you." And then pretty soon, you're just up there tickling the ivories. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like that's what I was just not thinking. Like when I was coming up, with like, like I wanted to be good at ball, and but then like so I started asking, you know, older people. My family coaches, I say, I want to get better. And they're just like, practice. So I was like, that's all they said. Just practice. So like, okay. So I just went and played a bunch of basketball because uh, I didn't know what they meant. Yeah. Um, they, that's what I just kept hearing. You got to practice. You got to practice to be good. You got to practice to be good. Um, so I just played a bunch of ball. And then I definitely got better. Um, but I didn't, I feel like I didn't. I didn't grow into my potential um, till way later, because like when I said practice, like practice dribbling, practice shooting, work on your handles, work on your body placement, your form, like that's what they meant, but they told me practice, and like I took it as oh go play a bunch of basketball, you know. So I meant well. And I went and I did what I knew best. So I equate that to like when they're like, "Don't drink. You, you got. You can. You live a better life if you don't drink." They didn't, didn't give me the step by step. You know, go to meetings. Look at your character defects. Look at your trail of destruction. Take an honest look at yourself. All your problems are because of you. So you need to take accountability for your actions. You need to start making better choices. Because your choices directly affect your life. You know, if I, someone sat down with me and told me that early on and started working with me instead of just sitting me down saying, don't drink. Like, okay, this is how you don't drink. Start journaling. Here's some positive coping skills. When you're mad, reach out. Go pray. Go to church. Yeah. Go to a, an anger management support group. Um those things, if I would have had those things, I would have never went full-blown into addiction. You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah, so. Exactly. I mean, because it, it makes perfect sense um, to say, well, yeah, I mean, like I said, any behavior. Go play the piano. How? How? What? Practice. <laughs> Practice. Go play the piano. You're not going to tell me what the notes are. You're not going to tell me anything about music theory. You're not going to tell me how to read, read, or, you know, anything like that? Yeah. No, just go practice. Yeah. You can't, you can't succeed that way. I mean, you can go over there, and, and some people have. I mean, some people just have a natural affinity oh, for things, yeah. right? So yeah. they can sit down and, like, man, they're just gifted that way. But Teach themselves. for somebody like me, that ain't, that's not a reality. Um, I have a client that taught himself how to play piano and guitar. That's great. I mean, that see, kid is phenomenal. And, and, and it is possible, but mm-hmm. I think it would be a lot easier Somebody was there to guide you, right? Mm-hmm. And I wish I, I wish I could. Yeah, really and that's kind of like, you know, like 
on on par with what you guys are saying. Like my daughter uh, is in boxing, mm-hmm. but they didn't teach her like like they don't like they didn't teach her to the advanced skills. Mm. You know, for the uh, ever since she was seven, she's just been learning like one twos, like basically the fundamentals. Yep. You know, footwork, getting conditioned. Um, one two three, and then once she got the one two down. You know, punching straight down, like punching straight down the line. Yeah. That's what she learned. And once she got that, she started adding a 3-4. But after she won in Kansas City, we come back and we started working on angles. Mm-hmm. You know, because she learned straight down, like punch straight down. Yeah. The shortest distance between two points is a straight line, right? Mm-hmm. So she learned that, and now she's adding the angles to her repertoire. So she's only going to get better. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's really kind of like, that's, they didn't teach you, like, what you see Floyd Mayweather do or, mm. or, or Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 Like, they taught her basically the fundamentals, and I think it's important that we understand the fundamentals before anything. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that saying, you can't build a mansion on a swamp. Yeah. You need a good foundation. Yes. And I know, like, I mean, because, you know, all of us are such big sports heads, like um, playing baseball. Mm. Everybody used to try to swing how they swing in the major leagues, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's not sustainable when you're young like that because you don't have the the basic fundamentals to make contact with the ball. So you're never going to hit it a mile if you can't even see it. Yeah. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So then there's a lot to, that goes into that. And the only reason, and then like say, you know, I was watching the Masters today. And the things that those guys can do, the reason why they can do that is because they mastered the the basic fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now they can, man, I wish I could do that too, you know? No. It's crazy. But, I mean, <laughs> it, and it, that's, it's, I mean, you, you bring, bring up a really good point. And I like that story that you just said because that's what it is. It's like we have to start with the basics and then work our way up. And then pretty, and, and pretty soon, you know, no, she will be Floyd Mayweather. You never know, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but but we yeah. can't do that without that foundation. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I just brought up this thing. Like, it just reminded me they had the street fighters, and I said, um, Jorge Mastavov, yeah. George Mastavov. Is that how you say his name? Mastavov. Something. Anyway, he went into the street fight, like with these street fighters. There's that league. That they do, and it was in Miami, and like he just showed up and he just challenged this guy, and he was young, but you could just see the difference, huge difference. Like you know, his footwork was there, his his hands were up, he was protecting his chin. The other guy was just like you know, like his hands were you know he had no like technique, and he was just swinging, swinging, swinging. He block and dodge, block and dodge, block and dodge, and he just kept tuning him up, boom, boom, boom. And after a couple of minutes, that street fighter guy was on his hands and knees and just quit like didn't knock him out but like he was it was done done he was beat up huh yeah and that you know george jorge he didn't have it nothing that's crazy huh discipline yeah. and, and hard work and and i think like even in the recovery part like we talk about it we work on the fundamentals we go through like your step four when you get to step four then you're able to process and then keep going along right like you work the steps and then like as you further like you get further along in your recovery come back to step four as much as we need to. Oh, yeah. Because we're not going to need that. Um, it's not going to be like the first time, but we maintain 
that part. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you may, it, it's easier to maintain it than it is, yeah. you know, the first time. Because when you go through it the first time, it's it's harder. Yeah. Like I said, I used a cutting grass analogy. Oh, remember? yeah. Sure, yeah. Um, but when you come back, then you're like, okay, these are my, my points. Or like, you know, okay, I'm getting a little too, too in, uh, whatever the case may be. I got to work on myself again. I got to go through and, and really work on myself. Then it becomes... Second nature, like you're saying, you playing the ivories, you yeah, know. Yeah, and, and, and like like how, how Josiah mentioned earlier too, it's easier going through the second time because you've already yeah. identified your problem areas. Yeah, and like Josiah said, okay, well, I have a problem with being a know it all. Yeah, then I catch myself doing that, and then all of a sudden, oh, okay, I remember that this is what I this is what I identified yeah. way back then. Mm-hmm. Now I recognize myself doing it. Step back, stop, you know, whatever you got to do to change that. But you know, and, and yeah, it's just it's it's a it's a process. Oh yeah. Oh man, I gotta work on that step four. Like I gotta inventory myself. Yeah. Like then it, it's like it rather than being drawn out, it's just something that you do on a daily basis. For like sure, that. yeah. Because yeah. those character defects, man, they like don't go away one hundred percent. Yeah. You know, you can combat them down and kind of have some better coping skills and train yourself to handle things better. But then, like for me, you know, then. They start surfacing again. They try to yeah. come back. Definitely. I mean, and so I'm like, yeah, got to be on guard. But then, like you said, like you guys both saying, it comes up and you're just like, oh, shoot, man, I'm doing this again. I better chill, step back, and come the spokesperson for humility again. Humility. Because <laughs> I'm the most humble one. <laughs> if you guys want an example of humility, look at us. No, I'm just kidding. Look at us. All right, well, hey, man, that was good. Step four in the house. That was really awesome. And why don't you give me some horns or give me something to horse the Lulus. Old Karen. Something. Yeah, give me old Karen. There, <laughs> there she is. How you doing, girl? How you doing? How girl? you doing? <laughs> oh, I was wondering what that was. Now we know. Right on. What is that? It was just some drum beats. <laughs> just some. Uh, just oh, some what did you push? What button? <laughs> it says Queen. Oh. Oh, I think I, I like what it is. We will rock you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was like, dude, he's waiting for going to do something. I know. We're on the, we're on the other <laughs> bell. The Lulu. The Lulu. The Lulu. The Lulu contest is now open. It's now open. So, what are we paying out? Fifty bucks. Fifty dollars to the best to anybody, any lady who is willing to come in and give us a fresh Lulu. Yeah, a fresh one, a wicked one too. Oh, a wicked one, because this one sounds like what it is outside in the wind. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Where do we, we get that at? We need a new one of those things. We got we stowed it off of somewhere. The, the interweb. The internet machine. Oh man, copyright laws. <laughs> They're gonna get sued for that Lulu. Lulu, so uh any ladies out there that like to stop by unspoken words in the next month? Any ladies in the place with style and grace allow me to No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Through the month of April, 
Um, any brave lady out there wants to stop by on a Thursday at 530 here at 310 North 27th Street and give us a fresh Lulu, we will give you 50 greenbacks. 50 greenbacks for your, I can't even do it. Try it. Hey, JC, 50 buck winner. Where's my 50 smackers? 50 smackers. Oh, real quick, uh, when I went to that thing this morning, the chamber, and I had Tony Hawk speaking at the Metro, there's these guys, I I didn't see them, but they're sitting behind me. And they started talking about res dogs. They're Caucasian, and they started talking about Indian relays. And I was just like, I don't know. It was kind of weird because they're talking, so I could hear. And I was just kind of like, this is kind of weird. Good or bad? No, they were just talking about it. Oh, the way we because the guy like, yeah, they're Caucasian, and the guy had a he got a rescue dog, and he said it was a res dog. And they're talking about res dogs. We know he got bit a couple times. Oh yeah. And then they started talking about Indian Relay, and then all of them like, yeah, I love going down to Sheridan watching them. And they, they were talking about their favorite teams, and they always that one guy said, yeah, I put down every every year I put two hundred dollars down on this team. And I was like, dang, you bet two hundred dollars on Indian Relay. Indian Relay. Uh, wow. Yeah. Should I was have said, like, whoa. Should have said, um, I was mugger for unspoken words team. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, I thought it was kind of weird Because I was sitting there And they're like right behind me talking so I don't know if they're talking about it To try to get Randy my attention to, get me to, jockey. to like get me to turn around So I would talk to them yeah. Or if they're I don't know That's what I felt like they were doing They probably just saw you and then Yeah, because I mean We were sitting in like my organization section You should have turned around And said to them with an Asian accent Please keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. No, it was weird. I mean, I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. It was, I was kind of so weird. what you're saying is you think they were. Like trying to get me to turn around and talk with them. Yeah. Type of deal. Engage you, huh? Yeah. Instead of being like, hey, Josiah, aren't you the new blah, blah, You know, instead of just like being, you know, <coughs> just saying my name and then like. Talking to me. Oh, did you know them or did they know you? Yeah, we're all from the same organization. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. So that so, changes everything. All right. Yeah, yeah. So all that's right. what I was just like. I thought you were just like sitting with just in like a crowd, like with random oh, no, people. Oh, no, 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 no. I said that. He must have missed it. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. I'm said in his organization, yeah. he's sitting. Oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm ashamed now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I just wanted to share that testimony. <laughs> <laughs> I only got half of it. Yeah, that's all good. No, um, but maybe they uh, aren't you. Don't you like have like a cultural role? Yeah. So maybe they were trying to. That's what I mean. They're trying to get my attention no, and make were, me turn around. They were trying to dazzle you with their current knowledge of all I know. things indigenous. I know, like, in an attempt to get me to turn around. Yeah. Instead of being like, <laughs> Josiah. And I've been like, hey, what's up? Hey, Josiah. Do you I'm so-and-so from so-and-so department. It's good well, that you're here. Let's have a conversation. It's good to have you. Something. Here's my card. What kind of risk dogs taste the best? <laughs> <laughs> the dead ones. <laughs> 
as long as they're fried. Yeah. Deep fried. I don't need rest dogs. I just have <laughs> a cream of horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 75. Thank you to the pod Gotti and your favorite Indian you know, for bringing it, How? bringing that fire How? as always. And we appreciate all our listeners out there. We love and appreciate you um, Push for, it, yeah. for downloading. We need that Lulu. For sharing. Sharing. And for Share, subscribing. Yeah. Subscribing. Yeah, you're the most important piece to this Peace. show. We are out. Out. Chinook. Love you. Out, out, out. What's up? Holler at your boy. This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Randy B, a.k.a. Pa Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, a.k.a. Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.